Welcome to the Men of Iron Podcast. This is Justin Watkins with you. And if you were with me last time in the last episode, I had a chance to honor my dear friend and brother Garrett Barbush, who after 11 plus faithful, productive years, leading Men of Iron has been called into a new chapter professionally. And uh, my challenge for you in that episode What's to consider a man past or present in your life who's been an inspiration and influence or impact on you and not only recognize and identify them, but go and find a way to encourage and honor him by sharing your gratitude for that impact. And the second thing I challenged you to do is to intentionally learn from their example. And you can do that in a number of ways, including spending more time with them. Be more intentional in uh, observing their lifestyle and asking good questions and capturing their, their wisdom and writing it down and putting it into practice, all those things. And, and what I want to dive into today and for the next three episodes is about how an intentional mentorship can be a really great place to both honor and learn from a man in your life who's made an impact on you. And uh, hey, that's, all, that's what we're kind of all about here at Men of Iron, so it's a great place to kind of introduce you to some things that we're excited about and, and things that we value. Uh, and, and so not every man is maybe familiar or comfortable with mentorship. Maybe you're, you haven't experienced it at all or you've been burned by a past experience or maybe you, you have a bunch of reasons and excuses why you don't want to do it, you don't have time, you don't know how, all these things, it's awkward, maybe it's uncomfortable to think of that kind of relationship with another guy. So I want to set the stage for mentorship by first speaking to the value and the benefit and the absolute need for mentorship and how it applies to you individually, those around you, and the world at large. Your culture is at stake when it comes to what you do with mentorship, and I think mentorship will will really release you to make an impact in your culture. And I used this line last time, but mentorship is actually simpler than you think and more impactful than you can imagine. Okay, it's simpler than you think and more impactful than you can imagine. And if you're not familiar with us as an organization, I just want to share some context as to why we do what we do and why we think men- mentorship is the foundation uh, of an of of impactful uh, and purposeful life. And it starts with what is at stake. And we believe that men have a distinct place and call in our world, in the family, in the workplace, in the church in our world and broad culture as a whole, and I could run down the laundry list of cultural issues from crime, poverty, indicators on educational and professional success, homelessness, trafficking, and on and on, all these things that are going on in our culture. And often there's a strong thread of data that points to the presence or lack thereof of a positive male influence in those circumstances and relationships. So there's this massive need for men to be the men God has called them to be, to serve, to lead, to love like Christ in their own immediate culture, in their marriage with their kids, in their workplace, in the community and in the marketplace around them. The stakes are very high. The opportunity is great. And men, we need to step into that call. This is the time for something different to be shown of what men can do and and impact in a positive way our culture around us. So our vision as an organization is to change a culture one man at a time. And it's not the culture. It's very specific. It's a culture to change a culture one man at a time. We would define culture as the relationship and circumstances that each man has influence in. Okay. So what is your culture? What are the close relationships in your life that you are regularly involved in, right or wrong, positive or not? Who are the people who you are around weekly and daily? 
What are the situations and environments that you find yourself spending time in your workplace, your neighborhood, your church? I'd encourage you to just spend time mapping out your culture, the relationships and situations that you are involved in and have influence on, and and know that that influence is not tied to a particular personality or gifting that maybe you have or have not, or a role. It doesn't matter if you are the VP of your workplace and, and your, your employment, like that, it doesn't matter. It matters what your culture is. What is that situation, the circumstances? Be like influence does not mean you have to be the loudest voice in the room. If you are in the room at all, you can and already have influence in that culture. So whether you are aware and, and intentional with that influence is the question that you really need to ask yourself. See, this assignment and privilege and need for that culture is for you to step into that opportunity to change that culture for the glory of God by allowing him to use your unique gifts of time and talent to make internal, eternal impact. The stakes have never been higher. And yes, I'm talking to you. It doesn't matter who you are, who's listening right now. You have influence. You have impact. Uh, it doesn't matter if you're getting your life right, if you're, if you're royally screwed up right now, if you're in a season where you're like, I, I don't know my left from right, man. I it doesn't matter. You are making an influence, an impact in your culture one way or the other. That influence has ripple effects across the lives around you in ways you can't even comprehend right now. You have influence. So how will you use that influence? I've seen the impact of men in families in a church context when I was a youth pastor. And I remember sitting in my office with moms who were working to get their teenagers involved and caring about their faith and taking responsibility, going to church on Sundays, and and they couldn't get them to get a buy-in because they had a husband and a father who was taking off Sunday mornings and going to golf and had no no priority, no intentionality in that in that area of his life. My wife and I spent time raising 12 middle school girls in one house just let that sink in for a second, 12 middle school girls in uh, one house at a residential school. And, and students were coming from a variety of rough backgrounds, hardships, and poverty. But the very common thread in most situations was a lack of a positive male role model or caregiver, or even worse, the harm or abuse was because of a male uh, figure in their lives. And so I saw the influence in a secular context and in communities around around where I live. And and finally, I've been a part of an organization doing international economic development in underserved communities where those same issues were factors in the opportunity for a family or community to rise above those challenges. And sadly, the data showed that men were less reliable to often step into the opportunity to bring their families up and to work hard. And it was the strength and drive of the women in many of those communities that we were serving that had a better rate of return. So again, I don't have time to deep dive on all those cultural issues we're currently facing, but you know those challenges, the brokenness, the hardship that our world is facing. And I would suggest that very often, you don't have to swim up too far upstream to find a man or a men, a group of men or a system who are sitting out on the God-given assignment and opportunity to influence their immediate culture by serving, by leading, and loving like Jesus has called them to. So, 
The stakes are high. The impact is real and immediate, and it has ripple effects to the other relationships and situations, known and unknown, present and future. You matter. You, your, your influence matters. You have impact in your culture. So how do you do that right? And we think it's about the adventure you and I were designed for, and that's the adventure of being in relationship with the Lord, the creator God who loves you no matter what, no matter how well you do or do not perform, no matter how much you trust, believe, or obey in him. Even now, if you're listening, you're like, I don't buy into that thing, like the God thing, like he still loves you and still wants relationship with you, and you can't earn it. You definitely don't deserve it. And yet he offers that love to us regardless. And what's more, he gives you and I a purpose to partner with him in his world, in his mission, to use your time, your personality, your perspective, your gifts to influence the culture around you for him. To know God and to know your purpose. That is the adventure of a lifetime, and it's what it's all about. And so what does this have to do with mentorship, right? Like, what? what okay, what are we getting at? Very simply, we're not equipped to do that adventure as solo climbers. We're not designed for isolation and and going it alone it's of course yes it's healthy to carve out regular time to be on your own away from the busy schedules and the noise and have some alone time but we're made to not 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 be in those places and seasons for long venturing up a mountain on your own can soon become boring tiring and dangerous so to climb the mountain of god and to know him and his purpose in your life You are best to do it with others so that when you hit hard spots in the trail, when you get knocked off the trail altogether, or when you're tempted to turn back because it's hard, you have the support and accountability to keep moving. What's more, it's it's better to have a guide who's already been to the top, who's experienced the challenges and the victories, and can keep pointing you up the mountain to the goal ahead. And frankly, it's going to make the experience a lot more enjoyable and enriching and fun to do it with other people. Like, this life is more fun when you do it with others. And that's where mentorship comes, uh, becomes in and, and becomes such a, an avenue and vehicle that can unlock your impact in the culture around you. It can unleash your adventure of knowing God and your purpose in those opportunities. And we're going to dive into this more in the next podcast uh, with a verse that maybe you're familiar with. Proverbs twenty-seven seventeen says, As iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. And, and yes, that's, that's where we get the name men of iron. We have seen countless men venture up the mountain of God, equipped and supported by a mentor, and the results, the stakes that are so high, are seen in the marriages, the families that are changed as a result. A friend of mine named Devin has one such story, and he was on the verge of seeing his marriage completely fall apart, on the verge of turning away from the responsibility of raising his two young children in a home with two supportive, loving parents. I mean, he was lost absolutely ready to give in and and call it quits until the power of mentorship became an avenue for a change in him and as a result, his family's culture. So what I want you to do is go watch a very short five-minute video of his story at menofiron.org forward slash impact stories. That's menofiron.org forward slash impact stories. Watch Devin and Jenna's video and look at how The immediate culture is changed when a man commits to knowing God and knowing his purpose and uses the avenue and vehicle of mentorship to get him there. And remember to like, subscribe, and share this podcast. 
And thank you for being with us in changing a culture one man at a time. <laughs>